0: Chapter One, Hashtag, Keep Calm and Ride a Unicorn. Prue Harris's mom had taught her to make wishes on pink cars, falling leaves, and brass lamps, because wishing on something as ordinary as stars or wishing wells was a sign of no imagination. Clearly, the woman standing not three feet away in the light mist Searching her purse for change to toss into the courtyard fountain hadn't been raised by a hippie mom as Prue had been. Not that it mattered, since her mom had been wrong. Wishes, along with things like winning the lotto or finding a unicorn, never happened in real life. The woman, shielding her eyes from the light rain with one hand, holding a coin in her other, sent Prue a wry grimace. I know it's silly, but it's a hit rock bottom thing, something Prue understood all too well. She set a wriggly Thor down and shook her arms to try and bring back some circulation. 25 pounds of wet, tubby, afraid of his own shadow mutt, had felt like 75 by the end of their 30-minute walk home from work. Thor objected to being on the wet ground with a sharp bark. Thor didn't like rain or walking, but he loved Prue more than life itself, so he stuck close. His tail wagging slowly as he watched her face to determine what mood they were in. The woman blinked and stared down at Thor. Oh, She said, surprised, I thought it was a really fat cat. Thor's tail stopped wagging and he barked again, as if to prove that not only was he all dog, he was a big badass dog, because Thor, a rescue of undetermined breed, also believed he was a bull mastiff. When the woman took a step back, Prue sighed and picked him back up again. His old man face was creased into a protective frown, his front paws dangling, his tail back to wagging now that he was suddenly tall. Sorry, Prue said. He can't see well, and it makes him grumpy. But he's not a cat, she gave Thor a behave squeeze. He only acts like one. Thor volleyed back a look that said Prue might want to not leave her favorite shoes unattended tonight. The woman's focus turned back to the fountain, and she eyed the quarter in her hand. They say it's never too late to wish on love, right? Right, Prue said, because they did say that. And just because, in her own personal experience, love had proven even rarer than unicorns, didn't mean she'd step on someone else's hopes and dreams. A sudden bolt of lightning lit up the San Francisco skyline like the 4th of July. Except it was June, and cold as the Arctic. Thor squeaked and shoved his face into Prue's neck. Prue started to count, but didn't even get to one Mississippi before the thunder boomed loud enough to make them all jump. Yikes, the woman dropped the quarter back into her purse. Not even love's worth getting electrocuted, and she ran off. Prue and Thor did the same, heading across the cobblestone courtyard. Normally she took her time here, enjoying the glorious old architecture of the building. The corbelled brick and exposed iron trusses, the big windows. But the rain had begun to fall in earnest now, hitting so hard that the drops bounced back up to her knees. In less than ten seconds, she was drenched through, her clothes clinging to her skin filling her ankle boots so that they squished with each step. Slow down, sweetness, someone called out. It was the old homeless guy who was usually in the alley. With his skin tanned to the consistency of leather and his long wispy white cotton ball hair down to the collar of his loud pineapples and parrots Hawaiian shirt, he looked like Doc from back to the future, plus a few decades, a century tops. You can't get much wetter, he said. But Prue wasn't actually trying to dodge the weather, she loved the rain. She was trying to dodge her demons, something she was beginning to suspect couldn't be done. Gotta get to my apartment, she said, breathless from her mad dash. When she'd hit 26, her spin class instructor had teasingly told her that it was all downhill from here on out, she hadn't believed him joke was on her. What's the big rush? Resigned to a chat, Prue stopped. Old guy was sweet and kind, even if he had refused to tell her his name, claiming to have forgotten it way back in the 70s.